0: Welcome you all to a new episode of Gene Talk. This is an initiative taken up by second year students from the Department of Biotechnology Ferguson College for BTH2302 and we promise you to bring weekly podcast on intriguing topics from the world of molecular biology. Today we, in the sense Anam, Sejal and myself Diksha will be particularly talking on RNA world, its origin and a very very important and interesting question. Was RNA the genetic material at the beginning? Let's take a look what we think about it. Guys, we all know the basic information about RNA, but still, revise, let's revise it once again. Ribonucleic acid, which is commonly known as RNA, is present in all living cells. It is a chain of nucleotides adenine, cytosine, guanine, and uracil on a sugar phosphate backbone. Unlike DNA, it is a single standard molecule. Guys, don't you think that RNA is always gonna stay single its whole lifetime? (laughs) But jokes apart guys, RNA also shows secondary and tertiary complex structure, often pairing with itself. RNA is present in various forms in cell. Some of them are mRNA, tRNA, rRNA, hnRNA, etc. All types of RNA with slightly different structures have role only in a single process, that is synthesis of proteins. Exactly. RNA reads the blueprint of life, that is DNA converting the information in a simpler form of mRNA. Later onwards, this mRNA is converted into a chain of proteins with the help of tRNA and RRNA. Here, HNRNA, SNRNA, SCRNA are also involved in the RNA processing and protein direction inwards and outwards of the cell. This is the role of RNA for almost all cell cell existence. But, guys, do you know that RNA also acts as genetic material for some virus families? I am sure most of you must not know about this. These generalizations explain that RNA is only an intermediate molecule between DNA and proteins. But, was the case same million years ago? Was RNA a form of genetic material of all cells which landed to be only an intermediate? Why RNA, a more simpler and diverse structure isn't a genetic material? Or was it an earliest genetic material but we still are unaware about it? Oh god such questions are actually kind of brainstorming for me. And I'm sure it's the same case for most of you all. But relax guys, let's discuss this topic with my friends and see what they have to say on this topic and I am sure we will come to some conclusions. Now let's hear what my friend Sejal has to say on this topic.
1: Hey guys, here we will be seeing whether really RNA was the genetic material of the primitive cells or at the start of life. Yes, various evidences prove this and let's take a look at some of them. Was only a bowl of chemical soup, which, with their interactions and climatic effects, gave rise to first form of life. RNA is also formed by a similar manner around millions of years ago. RNA both stored the genetic information and catalyzed the reaction in primitive cells. The question arises, that wasn't DNA first formed, was really RNA the precursor of life? But RNA's simplicity and versatility cleared the question for it being former in formation of life. It is studied that the prebiotic pool had molecules which assembled together forming RNA, which due to its instability broke down, but was again formed. Giving rise to RNA first. RNA is basically a chain of polynucleotides whose formation needs catalyst, without which the process is quite slow. So who catalyzed those reactions? It was a simpler but a quite similar molecule to RNA, who catalyzed and is known as pre-RNA. It evidences the presence of a pre-RNA world also. Here, it gets clear that RNA wasn't something just spontaneously formed, but it was a result of interactions between pre-RNA and also it acting as a template and a catalyst. Once the RNA molecule must have been produced, they could have took over the pre-RNA functions. This must have leaded for the formation of a sophisticated RNA world. Evidence that the RNA arose before DNA in evolution can be found in chemical differences between them. Ribose, like glucose and other simple carbohydrates, can be formed from formaldehyde, a very simple chemical which is readily produced in laboratory experiments and that attempt to stimulate conditions in primitive earth. The sugar deoxyribose is harder to make, and in present-day cells, it is produced from the ribose sugar in a reaction catalyzed by the protein enzymes, suggesting that ribose predates deoxyribose in cells. Presumably, DNA appeared on the seed later, but then proved more suitable than RNA as a permanent repository of genetic information. In particular, the deoxyribose in its sugar phosphate backbone make chains of DNA chemically more stable than the chains of RNA, so that much greater lengths of DNA can be maintained without breakage. The other differences between RNA and DNA, the double helical structure of DNA and the use of thymine rather than uracil further enhance DNA stability by making the many unavoidable accidents that occur to the molecule much easier to repair. All these evidences of RNA being primitive to DNA come under one topic, that is, RNA-World Hypothesis. Also, various experiments suggest that RNA was primitive to DNA and also must have acted as the genetic material.
2: Hi guys! Yes, I was indeed reading about some interesting research carried out by chemists at the Georgia Institute of Technology. They have shown how molecules that may have been present on early earth can self-assemble into structures that could represent a starting point of RNA through experiments. The study was published online in the Journal of the American Chemical Society. In our study, we demonstrate a reaction that we see as important for the formation of the earliest RNA quoted Nicholas Hood, Professor of Chemistry and Biochemistry at Georgia Tech. The scientists began investigating bases which are not only related to RNA but also have the capability to assemble with other bases so as the information could be stored. One such suitable molecule is triaminopyrimidine or TAP. TAP was mixed with ribose under conditions meant to mimic a drying pond on early Earth. TAP and ribose reacted together in high yield with up to 80% of TAP being converted into nucleosides. The researchers demonstrated this property of the TAP nucleosides by adding another molecule to the reaction mixture called the cyanuric acid, which is known to interact with TAP. Even in the unpurified reaction mixture, non covalent polymers formed with thousands of paired nucleosides. However, Triaminopyrimirine is only one interesting candidate for one of the first bases that eventually led to modern RNA molecules. Hood believes there are many others. In future, Hood's lab and other laboratories in the Center for Chemical Evolution will investigate the origins of RNA's phosphate backbone as well as other pathways toward modern RNA. Additional experiments in the 1990s showed that RNA nucleotides can be linked together when they are exposed to a clay surface. The clay acts as a catalyst to form a RNA polymer. More broadly, clay and other mineral surfaces may have played a key role in the formation of polymers acting as supports or catalysts. Polymers floating in solution might have hydrolyzed quickly,
0: supporting a surface-attached model. To add to your point, as in you have now told about the clay surface experiment, I once have read about a clay which is named as Montmorillonite. It also has catalytic and organising properties that may have been important in origins of life such as ability to catalyze formation of RNA polymerase.
2: So to conclude, we would like to say that from our knowledge of present day microorganisms and the molecules they contain. It seems likely that the development of the directly autocatalytic mechanisms began with the families of molecules that could catalyze their own replication. RNA catalysts probably developed the ability to direct the synthesis of polypeptides and DNA was most likely a later addition. It is also to be noted that RNA can be converted into DNA by reverse transcription which further strengthens that RNA would have been the initial pathway for the cells. To quote the Nobel laureate Jack Stozak, years ago RNA was kind of a big player in the cell. Now our picture is completely inverted and we think RNA is really an important thing. If RNA is responsible for love, DNA is responsible to carry forward this love.
0: Thank you everyone for tuning into this podcast. If you like this session, please consider leaving us a review. Stay tuned for such fun and informative discussions with us on FC Gene Talk.